Good morning. Thank you for joining with us today. It's a beautiful day and we just rejoice and are in it. We're just going to jump right in this morning, right here into the scripture, Ephesians chapter 6. We're all, all the way down to verse 15 today. We're doing this study on uh, the armor of God being clothed for battle. Jesus said in John 10, 10, that the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But he said, I come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. So in order to experience and enjoy this abundant life, we're looking at this passage of Scripture that tells us how to be clothed in the righteousness of Jesus, how to be clothed for battle, how to be ready and prepared for the onslaught that the devil brings on us. Let's just have a prayer and then we're going to jump right in. Now, Father, bless us as we study your word. We thank you for it. It's so true. It's trustworthy. It gives us such strength and guidance in our life. And Father, we ask and pray, we long for the power and presence of the Holy Spirit in our life to strengthen us daily to live out our Christian faith. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Well, verse number 15 of Ephesians 6, notice it. And having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Now this is the third part of this battle array, this clothing that we're putting on. We put on the waistband of truthfulness yesterday the breastplate of His righteousness that protects and covers us. Now today we're dealing with the feet, your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Now this is an interesting one to me, and I will tell you the reason why. Uh, I really have always loved thinking about your feet prepared for battle. You see, the soldier, when he would go into hand-to-hand -hand combat, he couldn't be slipping around and sliding around. His feet had to be set. They had to be secure. He had to be ready for battle and his feet just gripping that ground real good. When our oldest son played high school basketball, he played at Soddy Daisy down in Chattanooga. And one particular year, he was wearing an old pair of tennis shoes. And when he would go out there on the court, those shoes were very, very slick. And he would slide all over the place. And he's never let us forget that. That year, we weren't able to buy him a brand new pair of team shoes. And so he would always say, Dad and Mom, boy, if I'd have had a good pair of shoes that gripped the, the, uh, the basketball court, I could have hit more threes. I could have done very, very good. And he's never let us live that down. Well, that's similar to what we see in this passage of Scripture. If we don't have secure footing, if we're sliding around and not stationary and strong, we're not going to be able to do what we need to do in this battle that we're facing against the enemy. Our feet must be securely planted, gripped, and ready to go. Sort of like athletic football shoes with those cleats that dig into the turf and, and keep you stationary and settled. 
having your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. This gospel of peace, there are two things that I want to mention to us this morning as we look at this idea of the peace that we have with God. What we see in the scripture is peace with God. You see, when I was lost without Christ, I was the enemy of God. There, there was no peace there. My life was ruined. My life was wrecked by sin and the devil. And I was just, man, all over the place. But when I came to know Jesus as my Lord and Savior, I had and received peace with God. No longer am I an enemy of God. No longer is there friction between us and God as a Christian. We've been reconciled to God through our faith in Jesus Christ. This gospel of peace brought peace to our life and peace with God. But there's another part of this peace that I think is very crucial as we look at this preparation of the gospel of peace, this firm footing. That's not only peace with God, but friend, peace within myself. Peace in my own heart. I used to visit a man who was in the hospital and he could never forgive himself. There were problems that he had in his past and all the things that had disappointed him in his life. And, and he just couldn't seem to get peace within his own life that God had forgiven him. And he just held on to this personal guilt that he had that God wanted to free him from. Well, my friend, unless we get peace within ourselves, the devil's going to do a number on us. He's going to afflict us on every side. We've got to get to that peace. I want to turn over just to a couple of pages. In Philippians chapter 6, and verse number 6 and 7 are two verses of Scripture that helps us understand how to have peace within ourselves. Notice this for a moment. Be anxious for nothing, but, but in everything, by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. The next verse, 7. And the peace of God which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and minds through Jesus Christ. Many of our church, we've memorized this verse, as all of you remember, over the last year. This is one of the verses we memorized. That we're not to be anxious for things. We're not to worry about things. We're not to fret about things. Psalm 37 also reminds us about that. Don't worry and fret about these things. But, but in prayer and in supplication, let your requests be made known to God. What is it that's heavy on your heart? What is it that's troubling you? What is it that's bothering you? The Bible says, take that and, and let that be known to God. You're thankful to God. You're letting your requests be made known to God. And then this verse 7, And the peace of God... Well, that surpasses all understanding, will guard your heart and your mind through Christ Jesus. Did you know, and I think you probably do know this, that, that our mind 
is the number one battlefield that we deal with Satan. Our mind. You see, before our eyes, before our ears, before we even do those actions of sin or hurt or difficulty, that battle is going on in the mind because that's the place the devil comes and he begins to to tempt us. He puts all of these fears, all of these worries, all of these things, he plants all of those seeds in our mind. They tell us that most of the things, by far, the most of the things we worry about never take place and never happen. That it's futile to worry about all of these things. This verse 7 is talking to us about how to have peace, peace within myself. I've got peace with God because of my salvation. But I may have turmoil all through my life and no peace inside because I haven't come to peace within myself because I worry about all of these things. I would just tell you in the past, many times I struggled with panic attacks. I've struggled with anxiety. I had a particular medical doctor who would try to help me through those things. And I'd ask him to give me something, doc, that'll help me with this. And he would say, no, Joel, I'm not going to do that. You've just got to work through those things in your own heart and in your own mind. And I know that many years... I was afraid to fly, and that had a lot of anxiety being built up in me. And I wanted to go on mission trips because I knew that that's what God wanted me to do. And I was afraid to fly on a plane and go overseas. And so the devil was using that fear and that anxiety to block me and stop me from doing the will of God for my life. And I finally reached a place and I just cried out to God and I says, God, what am I going to do? And it's almost like the Lord said to me, he said, Joel, you need to be willing to die for me. You need to be willing to give it all up for me. I want you to just just make the commitment right now. You're going to go to this place overseas on a mission trip if it kills you and you just get on that plane and you turn your life over to me and my friend you know what that's exactly what I did listen listen to me for a moment I was having anxiety and panic attacks all through the night just thinking about how I was running from doing the will of God and it was causing me to break out in cold sweats but the very moment I surrendered to Christ in that area And said, Lord, I'm willing to do it. Even if it kills me, I'm going to trust in you. Even if that plane is shot down in the air. Because this was around the time of 9-11. After 9-11 was right at that time it was taking place. And the moment I turned that over to God, God took all of that away. And he gave me this peace within myself. Knowing that I was trusting him doing the will of God. The peace of your heart and mind. Peace mentally. The devil doesn't want you to have that. The devil wants to attack you. But I am I'm getting my feet shod. I've got firm footing because of the peace that I have with God. And the peace within myself. And that is great battle array. To come against the wiles of the devil. 
One other verse, and then we're going to close. But I can't end this morning without reminding us of one verse of Scripture. In the book of John chapter 14, here's the words of Jesus in verse 27. Listen to Jesus for a moment. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Jesus said to his disciples, Peace I leave with you. Now think about that for a moment. Jesus had already told them, I'm going back to the Father and I'm leaving you alone. But when I leave you, I'm going to leave you my peace. My friend, do you have the peace of Jesus in your life? Did you know that that can only come to you through the power of the Holy Spirit? We began this study realizing that we can't fight this battle. That we're to be strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. Not your might, His might. And He says to you and me, I leave my peace with you. Are you experiencing that peace? And he he goes on to say, it's not the peace that the world gives. The world cannot have this peace because they don't know Christ. But you and I that know Jesus, we can have this peace. And he says, I leave my peace with you. My peace I give to you. I want to ask you a question. Have you ever read in the Bible any time, anywhere that Jesus was afraid? No, you haven't. Because you see, Jesus was not afraid. The reason he wasn't afraid, there was no situation in which Jesus was ever in that he was afraid. And the reason he wasn't afraid is he knew that God was in control of his life. He knew that God sent him into this world. He knew that on the cross, God was going to take him out of this world and bring him back to heaven. He realized that he had no control about any of these things, that it was all in the hands of God. And so the only thing Jesus dealt with was the attacks of Satan. But he knew knew that he had peace with God. There was nothing he was afraid of. He wasn't afraid of the sea, the wind, the rain. He wasn't afraid of any of the demons. He wasn't afraid of any people. He says, I'm not afraid because I'm not going and I don't have the peace of this world. The peace I have is from my Father in heaven. And he said to his disciples, I'm leaving you with my peace and I'm giving my peace to you. And then he closed it by saying, let not your heart be troubled Neither let it be afraid. My friends, this day, if you want to stand strong and be clothed in the armor of God and this preparation of the gospel of peace, begin by experiencing the peace of Jesus by being reconciled to the Father and then having the peace of mind that God wants to give you By trusting Christ with every area and everything in your life, trust Him. Trust Him with your health, 
with your children, with your safety, with your future. Trust Him for Him to do His will in your life as your Master and King. Well, thank you for joining in with us today. And we look forward to a great day tomorrow. Tomorrow will be day number four as we have these morning devotions. God bless you. Keep trusting Jesus. And have a good week.